Hello, it's Dawn, and this is my podcast, Dawnversations. It's a variety show about real-life stuff, and there's something on here for everybody. So if that sounds good to you, let's go. Hi, Sherry. Hi, Dawn. How are you? I'm doing good. How are you? I'm good, thank you. Well, welcome. I'm so happy to have you here. Thank you for taking the time to be on. Oh, thank you so much for having me. I love your podcast, so I'm thrilled to be on. Oh, this is great. Um, Okay, so are you ready? You want to get right to it? I am, yes. Okay, so what is integrative nutrition? What does that mean? It's really looking um, at your health and wellness from a holistic approach. So it goes with the theory of primary and secondary food. So uh, it's really interesting thought process, right? We think of our nutrition usually as food, but Mm -hmm. that's really secondary. And primary is kind of everything in our life, right? Our um, relationships, our career, uh, spirituality, um, as well as nutrition and fitness. So it's just taking an integrative approach to our health and wellness. Wow. So your what you do on the day to day is considered nutrition? Yes. Oh, that's yeah. interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Just kind of, you know, changing your thought process around it. So could you be eating a super healthy diet, but if you had a very stressful job, it would backfire on you? Like it wouldn't even matter what you were eating because of the stress level? Yeah, exactly. Your stress, right? Um, sleep is another huge thing um, that I like. I love to help people with and, you know, kind of struggled with in the past myself. Um, so yes, if you're, if you're having troubles in your relationship, you know, whether that's your know, work or personal, all of that can really, you know, play into your wellness. So to your point, yes, you could be eating all the right things and still not technically be healthy or where you want to be in your health journey. Right. Okay. And so when you went to school for this, I saw that you um, studied Dr. Daniel Amen. It's Amen, right? Or yeah. is it Amen? <laughs> amen. <laughs> I'm Catholic, so we say it either way. I know, um, I know. <laughs> um, but I saw that he, you know, his focus is on, well, focus and mind and memory, moods, energy, all of that. So um, everything that you were just talking about for your um, primary nutrition is all about, that's where you learned all about that study. He was one of the teachers. So at the uh, Institute of Integrative Nutrition, which is where I got my certification, um, that is where I came in contact with Dr. Amen and his programs. And so, and I was so interested in his work and what he has, you know, studied and found with the brain Mm-hmm. That I went on and um, did additional studies with him and his program, and I was able to become a certified uh, brain trainer underneath him as well. That's so fascinating. Well, especially because that's not what you started off doing. You you went that route after being in a career. So what made you change paths completely? Yes, and that I have um, <laughs> changed completely. Um, so yes, yeah, so a quick uh, background just about kind of my journey is I've always been in the finance and accounting 
realm. I'm a CPA mm -hmm. as well. And, you know, with that, I'm sure you can imagine, you know, comes with a lot of stress and always go, 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 long hours, all of that fun stuff. So, right. uh, you know, I got to the point, although I was always really interested in my health and like nutrition, I found that it was taking a back burner to my career. And, you know, I was like, finally, I was like, enough's enough. I don't want to continue down this path. And I want to take better care of myself. And so that's how I ended up, uh, you know, enrolling in the certification program. It was first for to learn for myself. And then I found I was so fascinated with everything I was learning. And it just made so much sense. And I was like, I wish I had known some of this sooner in my career. And it just really ignited a passion in me to be able to help other people that are in a similar situation and to, you know, allow them to still, you know, have the career that they love, but not sacrifice their health and well-being. Yeah. Cause so, that's what a lot of people do. Like they don't even yeah. realize they're doing it. It becomes their quote unquote normal. And yeah. they just, they don't know any different. Like, oh, I guess I don't have to be constantly in the fight or flight <laughs> mentality. <laughs> like it's not healthy to be like that. And you realized it, but a lot of people don't, they just get in that fixed state and it gets away from them. And then something major happens. That's actually the wake up call, whether it's a heart attack or, you know, there's always something where it's like, why am I doing this to myself? Yes, yes. And I've, you know, even seen that in, you know, some of my prior positions, I've seen, you know, people that have been so stressed out, and, you know, they've had to go to the hospital. And, you know, like you said, it's major wake up calls. And it's like, we don't want to get to that point, we want to try to prevent it as much as possible. Right. So what do you think are some activities that people could do or techniques, I should say, to help with anxiety or boosting their mood if they get themselves into a state like that? One of my favorites is really just going back to your breath. And it sounds so simple, but I found that it's so powerful to just be able to stop. And, and it's great because this can be really done anywhere. So if you're sitting at your desk at work, you're stressed out to just take a few moments and take a few deep breaths and just really sit in stillness. And there's a lot of different breathing techniques, right? Oh, yes. So many different ones to try. And there's so many great apps as well, you know, and some of them you can pay for that they have a little bit more to them, but there are some free ones as well. And that's always a really great starting point. That's how I started. Cause you know, at first you're like, what am I supposed to do? Like, I don't yeah. know. <laughs> <laughs> am I doing it right? And you know, there's really no wrong way, but it helps sometimes to have that app, you know, that has like a timer to it you know, and it, it really helps keep you focused. Yeah. Do you do like yoga? I do. Yes. And one of the things that I am hoping to do this year is go and get my uh, yoga teacher certification. Mm -hmm. Because what I found um, is that it helps so much. And it really, you know, relaxes you. Well, depending on the type of yoga, right? Yeah, right. It's so much. But what I really like is restorative yoga. And that's more of the relaxing, you know, you hold 
relaxing positions for, you know, longer periods of time. It's not the hot yoga or the strength yoga, but um, I found that at least in my area, they don't offer it a lot. And if they do, it's like one time a week, maybe. And so I have this goal that I really want to bring that style of yoga to more people because it's something that everyone can do. And I think it's just so beneficial. So I'm hoping to go and get my uh, teacher training so that I can, you know, start teaching that as well. So um, back to like food, eating and how it affects your body and your brain. I am just like obsessed with this topic because of being I I have a part-time job where I deal with the elderly and there are some 96 year olds that I am dealing with that are so sharp and have wonderful memories. And I'm thinking there's days in my life where I even know where, what I'm doing. I'm scatterbrained and I'm thinking, what, what am I going to be like 40 years from now? There's no way I'm going to be sharp like they are. So I'm obsessed with how I can keep my brain health, like what I can do. Um, so what do you think yes. are good foods to focus on or what's a good way of eating to help with cognition and keep your brain healthy? First is, I call it a food, but <laughs> water is very important. Yes. yes. Um, very important. It was, it's amazing. I, you know, learned that even if you are just slightly dehydrated, it really impacts your mental abilities. So to try to, you know, drink as as much water as you can uh, each day. I know it's, for me, it's always hard because I'm not like a naturally thirsty person. So I have to really focus on it. Right. But it, you feel you do feel a lot better when you know, you get enough water in and I have like, I've tried, you know, I'll take just a little juice, um, you know, and add that, you know, just a, a little tiny bit just to give it a little flavor, you know, things right. like that to kind of yeah. change it up because I know it can be really um, boring. <laughs> well, and they say that by the time you are actually feeling thirsty, that means that you are already dehydrated, right? Yes. Okay. That's what I thought. You yeah. never know. I mean, we're just bombarded with so much information. You never know what's true and what's not, but I have heard that. Okay, go ahead. Continue. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, no. And then also you want to limit, um, like caffeine, things like that, um, you know, alcohol, all of those, uh, nicotine, those type of things. So make sure you're uh, avoiding that. Green tea is great to drink. So include that as well. So coffee yeah. is not good? Right. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Because green tea has a lot. I mean, I know you can drink decaf green tea, but Otherwise, it has a lot of caffeine in it, doesn't it? It can. Yes. I usually get the decaf. Because a lot of people feel like they need that boost. Like every morning, they have to start their day off with at least a cup of coffee yeah. or something with caffeine. How do they get out of that? Yes. And, you know, having, I kind of go by the rule of having one cup, you know, is not going to really cause harm. So if you enjoy it and you feel like you, you know, need to have it, one cup is totally fine. You just want to avoid having, you know, three, four cups and especially the timing of it. So if it's in the morning, you should be fine. But if you find you're having it in the afternoon, that's when it can start to really affect your sleep, you know, and then you're not going to sleep well, and that's going to affect the brain, your brain health. So, you know, if you want it 
enjoy your one cup in the morning, I'd say you're okay. And then what about food? Yes. So for food, you definitely want to focus on getting um, omega-3 rich food in your diet. So that's things like fish, especially salmon. So I like to have salmon a couple days a week, um, avocados, things like that. Um, there's also supplements that you can take omega-3 supplements too. If you, you know, if your diet doesn't allow you to, you know, eat a lot of those type of foods, but right. so definitely look for omega-3s. Different um, prebiotic, probiotic foods are good as well. Things like um, sauerkraut. Things mm-hmm. like fermented foods. Berries are great. Sage, cook with sage. Um, garlic mm-hmm. is great for you too. All the different uh, fruits and vegetables. Pretty clean, whole foods, uh, spices as well. You know, saffron is really good. Um, that also helps your mood helps with anxiety as well. Yeah, I just started taking saffron capsules. I heard that, that those are, that's supposed to be really good for you. Are you noticing a difference so far? Um, I've just been doing it for like a week. So, okay. um, but I'm not a super stressed person. I don't have a lot of stress, knock on wood. I'm very, very blessed and thankful for that. I don't have a lot of stress in my life, but I was more just for mental focus. I can get very scattered. I can lose focus very easily. So I was hoping that that would kind of help uh, calm me down enough to be able to stay focused. So I don't know. I don't know how long it's supposed to take for those kinds of things to kick in either, you know? Yeah. I mean, it can definitely take, you know, a few weeks. Okay. I would say, you know, so try to stick with something for at least like a month is a good rule of thumb that I use, you know, just to give it, to give it a chance to really start working. So what are the effects that sugar has on the brain? Um, Oh, sugar. Yes. (laughs) Um, (laughs) I have been actually learning a lot about sugar lately and all of the areas that it's um, in, mm-hmm. you know, it's in so much of our food that we don't even realize, right. um, you know, cause, and that's what was really surprising to me where I found that it's in yogurts and protein shakes and, you know, things that I was like, Oh, I'm eating a lot more sugar. Yeah, because it's got um, different names too. I mean, they're like tricky when they put things in there and you don't know what a lot of those words are. And then they could be some kind of form of sugar. I mean, we're not all chemists. We don't know what kind of stuff. So it well, makes it really difficult to just go out there and buy something and not know what all is in it. Yes. And it's funny that you say that because um, I was just doing some research on the different names of sugars and how it is and how, you know, what you need to look at when you're looking at food labels, you know, what words should you be aware of that are actually sugar that you wouldn't, you wouldn't, you know, necessarily know. And I have, you know, a huge list that I'm, you know, happy to share, but it's, um, it was really surprising to me, you know, how much, and I was also reading that, you know, the average American consumes about 126 grams of sugar each day, which is oh. about 30 teaspoons. And it's more than 
twice the daily recommendation. And, you know, I really think that a lot of that is because we just don't realize. Yeah. And that's terrible because somebody could be really trying their hardest to eat healthy and maybe they're using a salad dressing that they didn't know had sugar in it. And they're pouring it on their salad thinking they're doing something good for themselves. In reality, they're having a glucose spike because they're pouring sugar water all over their lettuce. You know, it's just, it's terrible that the industry is so tricky like that. It shouldn't be that hard for people. Right, right. No, you're exactly right. And, you know, to, to get to your, you know, your question when you're eating that it is, that's what's happening, right? Your blood sugar, it's spiking, and then it's going down. And that's when it starts to affect your, your brain and your ability to think and focus, right? Because your, your blood sugar is going all over the place. Are there certain supplements that you can take that help give you a little boost? What I like to make sure that I take because it's hard to get a lot naturally Mm -hmm. is vitamin D is a big one. So, you know, we obviously can get that from the sun, but it's, it's hard to get enough naturally, especially during the winter months. So I, you know, I'm not a, a doctor by any means, but, you know, I like to, you know, recommend that people at least check their vitamin D levels and, you know, take supplements if needed. So if you're working in an office where you're only getting outside to your car to go to, you know, get lunch and then come back, you're really not getting a lot of your vitamin D through the sun. So supplementing, what's a good amount to take if that's your situation? I would personally recommend getting your levels tested first because you also don't want to take too much. And that's why it's good to have like kind of a base of where you are. Cause I know at one point I was really low cause I wasn't taking any supplements. And like you were saying, I was practically inside every day. You know, one day I, one time I had an office that was like in the basement, there was no window. <laughs> and you know, it's a time of year where it's dark when you go to work and then like dark. Yeah. So if I didn't get out for a lunch, I'm like, was the sun even out? Today? <laughs> so, um, so yeah, so my levels were like not good. So, well, you know, what my doctor had recommended is I was at a very high level for a certain period of time. And then once you get there, it's more of a maintenance, right? So then it's like the lower level. So like, you know, now I just try to maintain. And once a year when I get my blood work done at the, you know, my doctor and I always have them, you know, check it. And it's always now right within the range because I'm make sure that I'm consistent, you know, taking it all year. So if you were to go to the doctor, um, or if I were to go Mm -hmm. to the doctor and wanted to have that checked, do I just say, can you run some blood work? I want to see if my vitamin D is fine. Or do you just say, run my blood work? Let me know what's what. And they'll just tell you what you're lacking. Like, I don't know how that works. Saying, you know, I want to make sure that, you know, I am good with my vitamins and, you know, different nutrients Mm -hmm. in my body and they should be able to help you you know, figure out what you need to get tested. Right. But yeah. And it's all just part of, you know, if you're getting your blood work done anyway, (laughs) it's just another, you know, as long as, you know, your insurance and everything, but um, it's just really good to check because you don't know. Right. Yeah. If you're deficient in something, you wouldn't necessarily know that that's the exact thing that you're deficient in. You just know you're low energy or your hair's falling out or whatever. Um, Right. 
I yeah. ended up doing that brain health assessment that's on um, the Dr. Yes. Dan's page. Yes. yes. So do you know what brain type you are? Yes. And I don't mean to put now, and yeah, I know. And now I'm totally blanking because I took it so long ago. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, and it probably could change if you're tweaking your diet and stuff. But I was type yes. two, which said okay. I'm focused only when I'm interested. I'm easily distracted. Uh, I have creative out of the box thinking, but uh, restless, spontaneous and risk taking. So when I um, read all of those things, I was like, oh, my gosh, like um, I'm offended that <laughs> they narrowed me down completely. I don't have much in the way of focus unless it's interesting to me. And um, I do get easily distracted. I thought I had ADHD, ADD, whatever. When I was growing up, it was called ADD. Um so is there anything that you can, you can slow your brain down? Is there a way, something you can do or to help slow down your brain so you can focus? Yes, absolutely. So first, uh, movement and, okay. you know, your, your breath as well, kind okay. of taking um, the pause, right? Because if you're always kind you know, if you feel like you're distracted and all over the place, which can so easily happen mm -hmm. during the day with everything going on, you know, is just kind of focusing and, and realizing, right. And taking a moment to kind of stop and, and get still and refocus. Yeah. So I would, I would definitely kind of start there because it's just, it's quick and, you know, it's accessible. You know, I was just actually, I pulled up what mine was too. Cause oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and sorry. I, I didn't mean to and, just ask you that. I just came to my no, mind. No, no. I, I <laughs> was like, I, I know <laughs> I was like, I know I have it because I, I just did it again not that long ago. Uh but yeah, no, mine's a type nine. That's what so. my husband's was. Oh, really? Yes, yes, he took it last night. His was a nine two, and it was spot on when I read when he read me the characteristics. I was like, wow. Yes, yes, I know. Yeah, what it, it's telling me, right, that I'm strong-willed and uh, stubborn. <laughs> <laughs> well, he didn't want to believe that part, but yes. right, right, right. yeah, but no, he um, is very hyper-focused and uh, diligent, you know, with his work and everything. So it did ring true, a lot of that. So do you feel like it's um, helps you to know that stuff so that you can try and change the way you're eating or living? Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Because, you know, I think for some of this, like we were just saying, like, you probably know, but it's helpful to bring it to the forefront. And, you know, kind of be like, oh, yes, that's true. <laughs> yeah, I might not want to admit it, but, but it is. And um, yeah, and then kind of focus, you know, seeing like what you can do, right, to to help your brain based on your brain type. And I know that Dr. Amen goes into a lot about the diet depending on your brain too. Yeah. So, you know, and about fasting um, is helpful for some people. So having a longer fast, like, so, you know, if you stop eating, you know, at 7 p.m. at night, and then, you know, maybe you don't eat your breakfast until like 11 a.m. the next morning or, you know, you wait till lunchtime, having a longer fast can be helpful for some brain types. Um, 
Also having a low carb diet can be beneficial for some brain types as well. So higher protein and fat, mm -hmm. not so much carbs, um, which is very hard for me because I love my pasta and more moderation, you know, um, having more of the, the protein and the, you know, and the fat to kind of stabilize the blood sugar, like we talked about before, right. you know, and, and some of the, the cravings that we have. So yeah, it's definitely, I think gives you a good starting point, you know, and that's yeah. one of the things like you mentioned, you can go on his site, take the quiz very easily. Um, it's also something I can help, um, you know, my clients with as well. And, you know, we could take it and kind of walk through the results and get a game plan on, you know, what changes that we can work on. Where can people find you and how, how can they uh, get a hold of you if they wanted to have some of your help? Yeah, so I have uh, my website, which is uh, www.sherrytrip.com. Mm -hmm. uh, from there, it has the links to social media. Basically, you can find me everywhere. Um, yes. also, um, you know, I post on Instagram a lot. That's also at Sherry Trip um, there too. So it's pretty consistent where you can find me. And then if you go on my website, actually, if you do, you know, sherrytrip.com slash guide, um, G-U-I-D-E, I have a free resource that kind of goes back to what we were talking about today with um, three, like, feel better fast techniques that I've put together. Okay. So it's like really quick techniques that you can do like any time if so if you're anxious or stressed you can use these to calm yourself down and, and kind of get back in control and into a good you know headspace okay awesome well and i'll put all of this in the show notes too um along with the brain health assessment um link so that people can go find out what their brain type is because it is it's very interesting and it's good to have a baseline at least from that standpoint, before you go to your doctor and say, hey, I think I'm dealing with some issues, check my blood, find out what's wrong with me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so that you can have those intelligent conversations, right? And um, I'm such an advocate for people being proactive, you know, and really taking control of their health. Yeah, before right. something bad happens, being proactive so that you don't find out the hard way. Exactly. Exactly. Well, I am so great to talk to you. You are full of information. So hopefully people get a lot out of it and they will check you out on all your socials and go to your website. So thank you so much, Sherry, for your time. Oh, thank you so much. I've had a blast talking with you. Thank yeah, it was you. great. <laughs> all right. You have a good day. We'll talk later. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.